Welcome to Reclaim Your Power, Inspiration and Reflections for Before, During and After Childbirth, a podcast about birth, getting in touch with our bodies and talking about things that aren't often discussed or that you may not find in mainstream sources of information, a podcast to transform the way you plan for and approach birth, moving from fear and uncertainty to empowerment and inspiration. My name is Fungisai, which means to remind, and that's what I aim to do here. Remind you that the power lies within you and that it all starts with you. So, why should you bother listening to this podcast? What will I present that is unique, different from all the childbirth-related podcasts, books, magazines, or websites out there? My aim is not to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but to challenge you to go out, explore, and learn more so that you can have an empowered birth experience. I believe whenever we start something, we should always provide some context. So my first podcast is an introduction to who I am, my motivation for doing this podcast, and what I hope we can achieve together. I am Zimbabwean and have been living in Europe, Scotland, and Norway for over 20 years. I'm an associate professor at the University of Bergen here in Norway, but my true passion, what I have found most fulfilling, is being a doula. My journey to becoming a doula was influenced by my own birth experiences. My first child was born in Zimbabwe in 1992 when I was in my early 20s. It was an unplanned pregnancy. I did all the birth preparation that was available at that time, but although I was informed about the birth process, there were many aspects I didn't understand and that nobody told me. My first experience of giving birth was in no way traumatic, but it was not empowered. So when I first felt the contractions, I went straight to hospital. On arrival at the hospital, I was given the first of many painful internal examinations to check how far my cervix had dilated. I was sent to get an enema with no explanation as to why. This, of course, sped up the process and intensified my contractions. I spent most of the time lying on the hospital bed with my best friend, who acted unknowingly as my doula, holding my hand, encouraging me, supporting me, as I silently gritted my teeth through each contraction, my body clenched. I birthed in a separate delivery room, in a half-reclining position, being told to push. The birthing process was under the control of my elderly male obstetrician who decided to give me an episiotomy after I'd only been pushing for a short while. After my son was born, the doctor handed him over to the midwife and she was about to take him out of the room to clean him up when I asked if I could see him. She looked at me, surprised, and then handed him over. That was the only decision I made during that whole process. Fourteen years later, now in my mid-thirties, Married and in a stable relationship, and now living in Scotland, I was well prepared for the birth of my second child. I read all I could about the birthing process, attended antenatal yoga classes, and I learned that I could choose how I birthed and where I birthed, and I had control over my body. This was a revelation to me. At 36 weeks, all prepared to give birth in hospital, I read about home birth, which is an option under the National Health Service in Scotland and then read a book about water birth, and decided, much to my husband's shock, that not only was I going to give birth at home, 
but I would do it in water. After reading the water birth book, he too was convinced. We informed our midwife team and they set the process in motion. I had a beautiful water birth, supported by my husband and two municipal midwives. I gave birth in the position that was natural to me, leaning forward on my knees in the birthing pool, and I scooped our son out of the water into my arms, with the morning sun shining through the window and music from my birth playlist in the background. It was a magical moment. After that, I decided that every woman should have the opportunity to have an empowered birth, and that's what motivated me to become a doula. Our third child, a daughter, was born in my early 40s, at home, in water, in Norway. After a short two-hour labour, the only way I can describe it is that I felt like I was in the grip of an earthquake. It was fast and furious. But it was what we wanted, at home, in our living room, with a roaring fire in our wood-burning oven and an amazing independent midwife, Leave, supporting us. So that's a summary of my birth experiences. Three different countries over three decades and three very different births. With each birth, I've learned something new and through this podcast, I will share my experiences as I present the various topics. As a doula in Norway, I have had a variety of experiences, some positive and some challenging. The families I have supported have been wonderful and I've enjoyed each and every experience. And each time I have been present at a birth, I have felt deeply honoured and privileged to have been invited into that sacred space to share their special moments. It's one thing being present at the birth of your own child, but it's a totally different experience witnessing the wonder of a woman doing what our bodies were created to do, bring forth life. So why this podcast and why now? I last attended a birth in 2014. At that point, I'd started working full-time at the university and a young family, and I couldn't cope with the demands of being on call for births. So I stopped taking on clients. I have desperately missed being a doula, and as my children have become older, I've wondered how I can get involved again. In Norway, the choices for where you want to give birth are limited. The Norwegian Health Service does not provide municipal midwives for home birth. One has to hire an independent midwife. The state provides some financial support, but not enough to make this a realistic option for many women. This is surprising in a country that is progressive, egalitarian, and has been at the forefront of promoting women's rights and access to all arenas, except the one arena that we truly own and that we should have control over, childbirth. In February this year, I was inspired by an article about a group of Norwegian women protesting against the closing of the birth department at their local hospital. They called themselves Bunadsgrillis because they wore their Bunads, which is the Norwegian national dress, when they were protesting. They reminded me that we need to resist and stand together in solidarity to reclaim our rights to birth how we want, where we want, and to receive the support we need. So what do I hope to achieve with this podcast? I hope to connect with women and their partners, especially during this time of COVID-related restrictions and limited contact. My aim is not to provide practical information as such, but to inspire you to take control, to educate yourselves, to work through your fears and uncertainties, to ask questions of the healthcare providers, to learn to ask why and what and what if and not be passive. To remember that your body is yours and you deserve to be treated with respect and reverence. This podcast is not about presenting birth as all hearts and flowers. 
Birth can be painful and messy, just like life, but it's also incredibly beautiful, amazing, and life-changing. As a doula, I believe in being rather than doing. I believe in providing a safe space and watching over the birthing mother. My aim is that women feel empowered enough by the preparation we do before birth and by my presence and support during the birth process to trust themselves, trust their bodies, and surrender to their natural instincts and allow themselves to birth their way. I'm not against providing pain relief and relaxation techniques when needed, but as far as possible, I believe the less we interfere with the birthing mother when all is going well, the better for her and her baby. It can be enough just to be with her, to let her know we are there, we care, and that she is safe, so she can relax, let go, go deep within herself, and trust her body. So through my podcasts, we will reflect on how we can get more in touch with and learn to trust our bodies so that we can take back our power. My next podcast will be about facing our fears. I hope you will join me. Thank you for being here, for listening. This is Fungi Sai, reminding you to reclaim your power.